Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to my channel. Today, I've got another episode of r slash older than you think I am. Now, funnily enough, I reckon I'm actually older than a lot of you think I am. I've said multiple times in many of my videos that I'm 21 years of age, but in reality, I'm seven. Let's get into the video. Is there a doctor on board? Why, yes, yes, there is. Some background before I begin, I'm a doctor. This event happened a few years ago now, back when I was a junior doctor. So shiny, you could use me for a shaving mirror. I also had a career before I did medicine, so I was 30 years old when this happened. I'd been a doctor for about eight months. So I was on a flight with a well-known airline that has this weird obsession with putting pictures of kangaroos everywhere, with my then fiance and some of our friends going for a trip to Bali. Hmm wonder what airline that could be the plane had just taken off maybe 15 minutes in the air when the flight crew say over the intercom the words every doctor dreads to hear on a plane is there a doctor on board after looking around and seeing that no one else was getting up i reluctantly head forward to the crew area to introduce myself looking very grateful for my presence a flight attendant shows me to where the passenger in question is sitting i walk up to a man who looks half dead thankfully he has a medic alert bracelet and is still conscious enough to tell me exactly what is going on he has addison's disease an autoimmune disease affecting the adrenal glands and he feels like he is having an adrenal crisis basically he is in shock due to a lack of the hormones that the adrenal gland secretes big trouble like death in a few hours if untreated trouble this is normally managed initially by a hydrocortisone injection followed by several days of care in the nearest hospital unfortunately he did not have the right documentation to be able to bring his auto injector onto the plane so it's in his checked luggage Oh no. So I tell the flight attendant to inform the pilot that we need to get this man to a hospital as soon as humanly possible. Another flight attendant was in the process of talking to an on-call medical advice service for airlines and emergencies, and the doctor on the other end agrees with my assessment. The plane turns around, heading back to the airport we just came from. I have a conversation with the on-call service, an amazing team of people. I wish I found out the name of the organization so I could shout them out. Unfortunately, it got lost among all the other things happening. Boring doctor conversation happens. I get given a plan for the patient on the plane. Awesome. The aircraft had a surprisingly well-stocked first aid kit on board. So I begin administering fluids to my new patient while all of this is happening. As I'm doing so, a woman comes up and introduces herself as a nurse, showing me her work badge. Don't ask me why she had one on the plane. I have no idea. Great. The extra sets of experienced hands will be useful. I ask her to start the fluids once I get a line inserted into the patient and to then recheck his vitals in a few minutes to see see how he is responding the flight attendant who initially took me to the patient then tells me that the nurse should be able to handle it from here and that she would like me to return to my seats okay that's weird her demeanor is a bit off but i never noticed at the time but there is nothing else i can do for the guy with onboard resources we don't have the drugs he needs and the nurse was perfectly happy to stay with him and alert me if anything goes downhill so i go back to my seat thinking i have done a good job not bad for a shiny noob doctor fast forward 20 minutes and the 
plane has landed again and we appear to have gone to an empty gate somewhere away from the main terminals the same flight attendant comes up and asks if i could please go and speak to the paramedics at the front of the plane as they board sure thing so i head up to the front of the plane where i'm met by two very serious looking police officers sir would you mind stepping off the plane for a moment we would like to have a chat with you Uh uh-oh what did i do i of course comply and step off the plane after which i'm taking about two minutes walk away from the plane and put in an office are you aware that impersonating a doctor is a serious offense one officer asked me i asked what this was all about and i'm told that the cabin crew called ahead to say that a medical student impersonating a doctor was treating a patient on board the aircraft they asked for my id and any documentation i can provide to prove i am a doctor slight problem while i can provide my registration number every doctor in my country has one and it can be used to look up the individual registration online my passport wallet id everything is in my carry-on bag under my fiance's seat one officer steps out to talk to someone i assume to get my carry-on off the plane while the other officer continues to talk to me i later found out that the nurse who helped me vaguely recognized me from somewhere i'd been on placement at her hospital as a medical student the year before and she told the flight attendant that she thought i was a medical student rather than talk to me about it they just assumed the nurse was right remember i am 30 years old and look it and took steps to separate me from the patient i was so focused on the patient i never noticed the change in body language from the cabin crew or really took notice of the oddity of asking me back to my seat then again later they lied to me to get me to exit the plane quietly the officer who had stepped out came back after what felt like half an hour or so and through police magic was somehow able to verify who i was and that i actually was a doctor phew i was half that in myself for a minute there but they hadn't thought to speak to the airline about all of my belongings they let me go and take me back to where the plane was only problem the plane wasn't there they had refueled and taken off again so now i'm stuck in an airport on the wrong side of passport control without any form of identification no home key no money no phone nothing i hadn't been able to speak to my then fiance or any of my friends so they had no idea what was going on i had just vanished from their perspective and no one would answer their questions throughout the entire flight or after they landed the airline i was flying with also had the ghoul to try and deny any wrongdoing they refused to transfer me to a different flight as i was asked to leave the plane so i must have been in the wrong and so they did not want a disruptive passenger on board one of their aircraft and oh yeah i had no passport as far as they were concerned i should just go away and leave them well alone they even tried to prevent me from using their phone to call someone for help i ended up having to borrow the phone of one of the now very helpful police officers seriously they helped me to report my belongings stolen by the airline they thought it was all stupid to call my now father-in-law to come and pick me up i had to stay with them for a week without any clothes or toiletries until my now wife got back with all my stuff because i didn't have a key to get into my apartment thankfully i managed to contact her after she landed so she at least knew i was safe but she stayed with our friends and enjoyed her holiday no sense both of us being stuck at home they even tagged me in all of the photos of them over there <laughs> cheeky kits yeah exactly in the end i managed to win a claim through small claims court but it took an awfully long time to process i got my money back with a small amount for damages throughout the entire process despite witness statements from other passengers the airline still adamantly refused to admit they had done anything wrong there is still ongoing litigation which i am oh so looking forward to so i will not be directly naming the airline that is totally not easy to find with the google 
research from the information I've already provided. Now, I try to get some alcohol ASAP once I board a plane so that I can refuse to assist due to being impaired. Also, I'll never fly that airline ever again. Oh, and the guy made a full recovery. He sent me a thank you letter with some chocolates once he got out of the hospital. I still have the car to this day and I cherish it greatly. The chocolates were trash though, lol. Great guy, he kept in touch. Now, a few days after this post, OP has actually provided us all with an update. So, the patient from the plane had a lawsuit going against the airline. I had supplied an affidavit for this, along with several other passengers and testimony from an emergency specialist doctor as an expert witness. I think the airline saw the writing on the wall after a preliminary hearing and so settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. I'm not currently at liberty to discuss more details about that particular case. After they settled his case, they finally started taking my second and larger lawsuit a bit more seriously and came to a mediation with an actual offer. We were finally able to settle out of court for significantly more than my original suit, which was filed at the time of the incident. Because in the interim, I have faced burnouts and had to take three months off of work, at least in part due to being unable to take the only holiday opportunity I was granted as a house officer. Read intern junior resident. They finally issued a written apology to me from the CEO of the airline, which is what I was after all along. Once I receive my settlement, I'm going to use some of the money to fly business class to Bali on the airline's main rival as a final middle finger to them. (laughs) I love this guy. As for the nurse situation that many of you were talking about, the issue was dealt with at the same time. She was not truly at fault here. Again, all she did was make a passing comment to the air crew that was taken way too far, but she did endanger the patient and faced a small penalty as a result. I never felt the need for a personal LaBelle case against her. It was all contained within the patient's lawsuits. Oh, and the airline was Qantas, by the way, the scumbags. (laughs) Yeah, if you couldn't work it out already, that was the airline. I tell you what, guys, those of you that don't know much about r slash older than you think I am, look at this story, man. It's such a good subreddit. I love how it's so specific as well. Entitled parents is like, you know, that could happen anywhere in the world to any sort of person. Whereas this is just one thing. Somebody thinks that you're younger than you actually are. I just love it, though. There are so many varied stories. As for this one, the update made me happy because that was not a good situation. I can understand how that might have happened, even though you said you're 30 and you look it. Although, to be honest, the nurse who saw her in your practice maybe a year ago, did she not think that maybe you might have been fully trained by this point? Like, it has been a year since you were there as a student. Logic would suggest that you may have graduated and become a full doctor at this point. I don't know. And also, I totally agree with you. The way you were treated by the airline was awful. Like, yeah, fair enough. If they're not completely sure about who you are, that's okay to take you off, I guess. But then not giving you any sort of refund or saying, yeah, we'll get you on the next direct flight once they realize who you are, that's awful. Anyway, I'm very happy to read your update and see that there is a more than satisfactory conclusion to this story. I also think it's completely justified. If an airline is horrible to you, you're more than welcome to sue and hopefully you get more than you would have got if they'd just given you the money in the first place. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
advice. You shouldn't bring kids in here. A few weeks ago, I, 23-year-old female, had a break from my uni classes, so I went back home to stay at my mum's place for a few days. She needed to do some shopping, and since she had a bad back, I went with her to help carry the heavier stuff. The supermarket we shop at has two distinct sections, the main area where all the groceries are, and then a smaller area off to the side that exclusively sells alcohol. They're separated by a wall. After we finished paying for our main groceries, mum decided she wanted to get herself a bottle of wine for later, so we headed over into the alcohol section. This happened in Australia, and the legal drinking age is 18 here, so I'm definitely old enough to be in this section of the store. But I noticed that the guy at the counter was giving us a weird look. It was making me a little uncomfortable, but I ignored it, and mum picked out what she wanted to buy. We headed over to the counter. The guy scans the bottle, and then just looks at us for a second with a somewhat confused look on his face. Then he turns to me and asks to see my ID. I kind of expected that because 23 isn't all that much older than 18 So I figured he was just double checking that I was old enough before I could get my ID out though Mum got annoyed and interrupted my memory of what exactly was said may be a little fuzzy But this is what I remember my mum said why do you need her ID? I'm buying this yes, but if you're buying it for her she needs to be 18 It's not for her though. I'm getting this for me I can't sell it to her unless she's not buying it. I'm buying it the conversation went back and forth for a minute or two and it became clear that the guy thought i was just some teenager who bought an adult to buy alcohol for me he didn't actually expect me to have any id with me no wonder he was giving us a weird look when we walked in and my mum being stubborn probably wasn't helping yeah probably not Mum just handed him the money saying in a slightly irritated tone it's not for her are you gonna let me buy it or not and the guy just glared at her and snapped back even if that's true you still shouldn't be bringing kids in here she's not old enough to i was getting uncomfortable so i cut in but i'm not a kid i'm 23 he paused and just looked at me for a moment then again asked to see id he looked at it and handed it back without a word he didn't say much after that just the standard checkout stuff it was mostly just awkward silence for the rest of the transaction i feel kind of bad about it but at least it made the shopping trip interesting i'm used to having people think i'm two to three years younger than i actually am usually i use that to convince salespeople that i'm too young to sign up to their subscriptions so they'll leave me alone but this is the first time in a while that anybody has called me a kid oh you know i don't know about this story i feel like this guy was just doing his job in the uk we've got a regulation that if someone looks under 25 you need to be prepared to show id think about it it is tough for workers how do they really know your age without asking for your id if you look young however if you are a mum and you go to a store with your kid you have to be allowed to buy alcohol even if they look under the age but then again i think your mum was a little too sharp here she should have just let you give your id over moving on to the next story that's good little girl i'm surprised to hear you like veggies i'm a male 18 year old second year undergrad student for context the hay situation in malaysia was extremely bad over the past week on that day this happened api 270 plus hay's entering indoors as well and i had to wear an n95 mask on top of that i was wearing a pink hoodie with the hoodie over my head it was tightly tied up so it kind of looked like i was wearing a tudung or a hijab i'm not even muslim though or a girl 
shirt. <laughs> I had and still have a sore throat, resulting in a higher pitched voice than usual. A few days back, I was ordering food at a cafe, and since I'm vegetarian, I ordered vegetarian fried rice. The cashier was an older lady, probably in her 60s, and my statement to which she replied, oh, That's good, little girl. I'm surprised to hear you like veggies. Oh, and girl, you know this place is non halal, right? I took off my mask and hoodie, started explaining to her that I'm an 18 year old Malaysian Chinese dude and Buddhist and not Muslim, and she just started apologizing. It turns out she thought I was a 12 year old Muslim Malaysian girl. Wow, so age, gender, religion, and race, not every day do you see someone getting four out of four wrong. That is incredible. Yeah, you made it hard for her with the hood, the haze, you know, the color of the sweater even, but four out of four, fair play. Moving on to our third story, I'm the Professor Romeo. Not my story, but my wife's. My wife is a lawyer, and before we met, she taught commercial law at a city university. She was in her late 20s when this happened, over 20 years ago, and in Latin America. In fairness, she had a baby face and looked considerably younger than she was. In fact, when we first met, I tempered my initial wow, hot chick reaction because I thought she might be too young. First day of a new term, and she sets off for her first assigned evening class, carrying the distinctive colored grade slash roster book that all the instructors were issued. She'd never taught in that wing before and as she approached the room There were a couple of students hanging out near the door that made it difficult to see the room number So as she approached she asked is this commercial law 100 one young Lothario instantly volunteered his help Yes, it is. Wow. What's a pretty girl like you need to study commercial law for, huh? Tell you what, you come in, sit by me. I'll make sure I help you take all the notes you need. We can study together. This is a very difficult subject. You're going to need all the help you can get. And this teacher is supposed to be a very tough grader, but don't worry, you sit by me and you'll do fine. She stared at him for a moment, she tells me, and then just opened her right arm up to reveal the grade slash roster book she was carrying and said, I think I'll sit up front, thanks and walked in hearing his friends start to bust his balls for hitting on the teacher apparently his promises of scholastic aptitude were exaggerated he barely passed oh my goodness me imagine trying to show up in front of your friends and then being hit with this jeez i actually feel bad for this guy what a great comeback by your wife as well though just putting him in this place before the term and semester even starts unreal see this is the sort of story that i wish i could have seen in the flesh it would have been unbelievable moving on to our fourth story i'm not the bride she is my mum. so a few years ago i got married to my wonderful husband who was seven years older than me and very much looks his age i do not i have countless stories that would fit this sub but this one is a twofer i look young and it's genetic because my mum does as well we both look roughly a decade younger than what our actual age is which often causes confusion as i'm sure you can guess anyway my husband and i decided to get married in a small town with very few options for vendors so we went to the restaurant that would be catering our wedding to taste their options and decide what we wanted my mum came too as the chef is bringing out dishes he is looking at my mother while he explains everything i think nothing of it because she's pretty and about his age and outgoing and i'm so shy that i tend to give out don't talk to me vibes also after 25 years of going out to eat with my mum it's almost a natural habit to expect any questions to go to her so we taste the food and my husband and i start narrowing down what we want eventually the chef comes back with his notebook and sits down 
down so we can tell him our choices He directs all of his questions at my mother, but I hear them and it's my wedding So I answer them the chef looks hella confused He looks at me looks at my fiance looks at my mum, and gestures with his pen like he doesn't understand what's going on I'm not the bride my mum said she is i'm her mum. Then the chef looks at my fiance like he's a pedophile I'm 25. I said he's 32. She's in her mid 40s Right the guy nods clearly still confused He's flustered but finishes taking our order for the wedding and we leave my mum and I still laugh about it Especially since she is very much a stereotypical looking gen x mum type and my husband and I are both covered in tattoos and heavily pierced Why the guy would think that they were together just based on their clothes and style is something we still haven't solved Well to be honest i'd say to op that this is probably a very nice issue to have if you're way younger than you look You're doing well in life fair play now for our final story. This is an apartment for college students back in september last year with the midterm elections coming up i started noticing a lot of people standing with signs and pamphlets by my college reminding people about the importance of voting i live in a neighborhood just slightly out of the main college town area so there are a few families with young children in the neighborhood however this neighborhood is still widely considered part of the college town maybe about 70 to 80 percent of my particular streets are college-aged adults it's pretty obvious the way most of these homes have giant we love our students we love insert college name here if you canvass the area You'd first expect to see college students then expect to see actual adult adults with tiny kids because of the nearby elementary school I'm studying at home because college midterms always seem to fall around election times I always vote by mail because of this I'm also an out-of-state student and prefer to vote in my home state All is well until I hear a knock at the front door I used to live in some shadier areas as a kid So I never open the door before asking who's on the other side and what do they want a guy responds letting me know he's going door-to-door about voter registration i used to volunteer for the same job back in my home state and i knew firsthand how defeating it can be when people ignore your desperate pleas to please vote so i opened the door for the guy to give his spiel hi are your parents home i guess he must have assumed i was an elementary school kid on account of the elementary school down the block but like i mentioned earlier most houses on my particular street have giant signs screaming live by insert college name not really knowing how else to reply i managed to stammer out this is an apartment for college students the realization dawned on his face that i wasn't eight but at least a decade older and we stared at each other awkwardly until i broke it with a i'll vote by mail and slammed the door oh my goodness me this might actually be the biggest age gap i've seen on this subreddit in terms of the difference between someone's actual age and the age that someone else thinks they are eight to 18 wow like we see a lot of you know 25 to 35 or you know even older 45 to 50 that sort of age gap that's not that bad but 8 to 18 that's insane when he said hi are your parents home you should have said i don't know why don't you call and ask them that would have been unreal acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>